Hello, it's Olga from SEO Sly. Welcome to SEO Podcast by SEO Sly. This is our weekly interview. Today, I have a very special guest. This is Erin Sparks from Edge of the Web. Erin, welcome to SEO Sly Podcast. Oh, thank you, and con congratulations on launching your podcast. Thanks, thanks. It was like I didn't manage to do it as quickly as I as I wanted, but I'm very happy that I finally did it. And today, I am like on the different side of the fence, which is quite weird for me, but <laughs> I have to get used to that. Yeah, it's a whole different dynamic there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I thought it was, the, I thought it would, it would be way easier to kind of keep the conversation going, but mm -hmm. like usually it were, it was like like just people asking me questions, and and now it is like me who have to who has to ask the questions, and sometimes like people talk for for uh, for 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 a shorter period of time than I than I expected. <laughs> I have to like. Yeah, I'm getting to know how it works. I had that experience uh, uh, a while back when we first interviewed Barry Schwartz, and uh, either he was not in a good mood or he was just deliberately being brief. But literally, I would, I would ask him a question, and he would answer within one sentence. Yes, <laughs> it's no. like okay, they got some crickets. Let's keep on going. So you have to have that plan B to to kind of fill and be able to go further in the questioning, right? Yeah, definitely, and I hope. You will also help me, like, uh, give share some tips with me regarding, like, doing interviews, doing weekly SEO recaps, like, doing podcasting. I hope sure. I will be able to pick your brains a little bit on that. So, Erin, uh, if yeah. go for it. yeah, if there is someone who doesn't know you, can you mm -hmm. briefly like introduce yourself, your company, mm -hmm. and like everything? Certainly, certainly. So, um, I'm Aaron Sparks. I'm host of. Edge of the Web podcast. Uh, we're one of the top SEO podcasts. Um, blessed to be able to be there. We've been doing the, this show for 10 years. Uh, the show is actually produced by my marketing firm, which is Site Strategics. And uh, we've been in existence 18 years. Um, I've been, uh, uh, and our marketing firm does all, all things digital marketing, but we also expanded into building podcasts about six years ago. Uh, kind of to accompany what we were doing on the show, but also to be able to extend that service to companies near and far as we were getting more and more experience and kind of less lessons learned. We made all the mistakes <laughs> that we could possibly do, uh, including including not hitting the record button. Trust me, that, that, that's been done. But um, okay, uh, let me check. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, my my history goes back uh, further. I've pretty much been in in uh, the industry around thirty years. Uh, wow. I started started uh, developing websites back uh, right during college, right out of college. So uh, I started up my own uh, own uh, my own uh, web development company. Uh, first one's called Digital Indie, referencing uh, Indianapolis. Actually, I go back even further because I was uh, setting up bulletin board services. If you know what that is, if your users or your listeners know, it was literally a dial-up service uh, connecting modem to modem to, to different computers where you could actually exchange files, uh, be able to uh, oh. post information as pre-internet connection almost. And uh, uh, you, you know, I had a bank of modems. I actually had three modems coming into my computer. So I had three separate lines that people could actually dial in. And I had like six oh. million files on a server that they could peruse from clip art and 
uh, all, all sorts of tech. So it was almost like this this uh, wiki or this uh, uh, bank of information uh, for the local for the local Indianapolis area. Um, but that that kind of got me more and more into uh, connectivity and uh, ultimately building a website co- development company moved me towards building my skills of not only graphic design and, and, and coding, but also marketing. So uh, I had a, a number of, you know, my career path went with a number of different marketing firms, and I, I was kind of the in-house uh, coder, the in-house web developer for these firms, and I kept on bringing up the issue of search engine optimization because it wasn't anything back then. And yeah. I was I was in the space where, I was making some recommendations on SEO. I uh, certainly saw the writing on the walls of how to how to uh, how to adjust things to be able to get higher, higher, and, uh, higher and higher rank and value, and uh, really starting to develop my methodology. And kept on talking to these business owners and said, "Hey, uh, there's there's something here, and uh, you really should offer this as a service." And for the most part, these marketing firms did not want to take on that risk. Uh, they, uh-huh. they were much more safe in the space of developing brochures and the websites that match the brochures and no real focus on getting better visibility because what would happen if they couldn't do it, right? Uh-huh. So uh, ultimately, I decided to go ahead and start my own firm um, after a, a bit of a jaunt into the dot-com project management space and uh, said, all right, let's go ahead and do this. Started in 2004. And uh, uh, tagged the company's name as Site Strategics, and and right, decidedly so. It was website focused strategy, and uh, our tagline was literally uh, uh, strategic and successful website solutions. So we tried to make sure we own, earned that name of making strategy uh, first and foremost web strategy, visibility strategy for a website as the kind of the north star of our organization. Wow, that's really like like a long story, and you, <laughs> seem to have, you seem to have like the perfect set of uh, skills and knowledge. Like you have a coding background, you know something about graphics, and you have been doing SEO for like even for I, I believe for search engines before Google, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so, like- so there's there's another another factor that kind of probably kind of brings us to why we're talking today is that my first major in college was philosophy. Um, Before I jumped into computer science, I was a philosophy major and I really took to a a number of these different philosophies and I loved uh, data logic. And um, uh, that is tending to creep back into my, into my perspective um, on, on what we're doing now in SEO. It's no longer, it hasn't been for the longest time, gamification. Um, Google's getting smarter and Google's understanding things so much more. And we're now seeing this, this next level of, of knowledge graph and, and uh, organization of information that really harkens back to what I was seeing whenever I was in college. It's pretty interesting. Wow, yeah. And can you tell me like the growth of your of your company? So mm-hmm. 2004. Uh, sure. What were you been? What were you doing back then? And what yeah. are you doing now? I think you are probably like 
doing different things, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, um, uh, we've had our different, I'd say, inter iterations of the company over over the years. And uh, we stayed kind of a web development shop and SEO shop um, for a good portion of, you know, about half the life of the organization and then started to expand into all the different digital marketing touch points. If uh, we're dealing with uh, social media, social media management and marketing, uh, as well as search engine marketing, uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, SEO to a particular degree, uh, email, uh, newsletter developments, and uh, to try to expand and service our clients to the best degree of all points where that digital consumer would see their brand. Uh, ultimately, um, we we grew to a large size uh, in, back around 2016 and 17, where we were we're doing a heck of a lot and started to extend ourselves into PR and more uh, more writing and conventional uh, marketing tactics, and uh, needed to pivot from that and kind of pull back into into uh, into uh, restructuring our SEO methodology. So we we got lean and mean and uh, kind of reset our our goals and our strategies and uh, are really leading with SEO as a as the key element for everything we do. Um, but more importantly, actually, it's conversions, it's lead generation, or it's it's goal uh, focused strategies. Uh, the entire ghost methodology we try to uh, uh, deploy on a regular basis. Um, SEOs are uh, a very strong. Uh, uh, a pillar of our services here, and we are crafting some of the best content that I've ever seen come wow. out of this area of the country when it comes down to semantic SEO and uh, entity-based uh, content. So we we preen through uh, a good number of lenses to be able to understand what topic matter we really need to hit, and uh, we have a, a continued strategy of kind of building content that matches the the knowledge map that Google has. Um, wow. So our team is about seven individuals plus uh, we actually have a unique relationship with another marketing firm that's inside our building. Uh, we moved oh. in this building uh, six years ago and uh, we met with another marketing firm before we moved in. They, we basically moved in together and they do more traditional marketing, more branding and print development and PR, and they don't do the tactics that we do. So it was a really good relationship to be able mm -hmm. to uh, connect. And uh, we kind of carved uh, out some uh, business uh, in tandem that was uh, really cool to the degree we actually won, won a, a communicators award, uh, I think in 2020 because of it. So nice. it, was, it was a pretty neat relationship. Congrats. Yeah, it's like, it seems like seven people and you are doing like, from what you said, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all things being equal, the size of the building, we got about 20 people in this, uh -huh. in this building. So our resources um, are, are much, much more vast and uh, we can, we can develop uh, television commercials, uh, get on, on TV and radio and do uh, uh, conventional press release and, and public relations uh, outreach. So there's, there's a good number of advantages to be able to have that relationship with, with, mm -hmm. a, uh, with a company like that. And that also means that we don't have to staff those particular talents that uh, we can be even more specialized in, in mm -hmm. our strengths. Wow, that's nice. And 
uh, does site strategy strategies like do SEO podcast SEO podcast podcast generally or is this is this like this other firm where is Jacob in that e ecosystem? <laughs> oh uh, well, there's another another firm that's the other organization that's Matchbook Creative. Ja Jacob is our is our creative studio director here, so uh -huh. we we kind of created. I'll give you a little bit of history of the the growth here over the last six years is site strategics moved downtown Indianapolis and that's Midwest uh, in the, in the U S yeah. um, and uh, we start, started to build out a studio um, and, and, and invested a, a good deal of time and effort and, and dollars into building a quality recording studio for downtown Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. um, it was to house our show, uh, but also we created it in a way that, uh, can be used for any brand that wanted to come in and record and uh, we could change the design change the colors of the of the back panels of the of the uh, the studio we can uh, do green screen type of work we can do a lot of logo branding so we're we kind of diversified our revenue stream by offering that type of service using the skills that we've learned for podcast production so uh, that that actual that actually developed a new brand uh, sub brand called Edge Media Studios, a derivative of Edge of the Web. Okay. So uh, yeah, yeah. So we've been rolling with basically two, uh, three brands over the past few years. And if you type in you know podcasting Indianapolis, you're going to see uh, Edge of the Web all over the bloody map there. Huh? And, uh, <laughs> so we've got Edge of the Web. Uh, out there, we've got Edge Media out there, and we have Site Strategics as kind of the mothership, uh, all oriented to around um, digital marketing and media production, and it's exemplified by the podcast that we do and the curation of content that we do on this show each and every week. So it's kind of proof of concept of mm -hmm. what you can do with media production. Yeah, so I will have a ton of questions about your podcast. But before that, can you tell me more about the ghost methodology you mentioned? Yeah, absolutely. So ghost, uh, without the H, is G-O-S-T. That's goals, objectives, strategies, Goals, and not ghost. I thought no, ghost like, well, okay. No, no, no. Ghost is a G-O-S-T, right? Uh -huh. But the, the, first, the, first, uh, the first letter is goals. So okay. setting a goal and having to have... Uh, you, you just don't, you can't do tactics without having it oriented towards a goal. And the goal can be, and you, we, we work with our clients on deciding what those goals are. And those goals could be revenue increased by 10% over a period of time. Goals uh -huh. could be so many leads coming in. Any, 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 anything that, that is established as an agreed upon target, right? And then we have the objectives. Those are the measurable factors of those goals. So mm -hmm. if we are if we have an object uh, we have a goal to raise ten percent revenue, then we have an objective to be able to increase lead generation to X number of uh -huh. opportunities that then convert into so many leads for the client. So everything's built on that structure. So if we've got that level of that that many objectives or uh, objectives defined, then we can start building strategies to be able to reach those objectives. And inside of those strategies are the tactics to be able to accomplish those strategies. Uh -huh, okay. And can you like, are, do you have like your own special tactics, strategies that, that you are like proud of? I think you do. You, I think oh, you yeah. have 
mentioned some of them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So uh, uh, whenever we're uh, focused on, let's see, uh, uh, local SEO, for an example, uh, being able to create visibility for local businesses, we have a good number of tactics that help establish and create focus on a brand so Google actually understands who they are, what they are, and and uh, what they do. And we support our clients in uh, a localized structure on their site. Obviously, uh, uh, schema or structured data is a, a key factor there. We also build a number of citations that build the value that are inbound coming into the site um, or the or the substructure of the site. Uh, we also build um, and optimize towards their Google business profile. So it's it's a pretty pretty easy recipe, mm-hmm. all things being equal, for local SEO. But whenever you're going after more national key topics and concepts, then you really have to bring out the big guns. So something unique that we do that's very organic, organically grown mm-hmm. from kind of the history that I gave you here is whenever we... Uh, onboard a new client, our first steps before even establishing the goals is we get to learn the client and and understand the subject matter to a great degree. So we'll study, we'll research, we'll do everything from a what an SEO would usually do to actually understand topic. But we also get our subject matter expert in this studio, okay, oh. as, much, as much as we can. And we are prepared for basically it's an interview method. Just like you've been interviewed a couple times on the podcast, we lead with that type of methodology with our subject matter experts. So if it's Mm -hmm. the CEO or somebody that's inside the company that knows this particular service line, we get them in the seat here, get them them on the mic. And uh, because we have video and audio recording, um, we can capture everything. And we're going through a a kind of an organic navigation of questions and answers. And as we find some very poignant um, reveals of information that we haven't seen in the marketplace, we start leaning that way in the questioning, in the interview. So we are prepared with strategic questions. And a lot of uh, people also ask uh, concepts, Mm -hmm. right? But what we find whenever we get through this two, two and a half hour session is a gold mine of information from the subject matter experts that are that's that's oriented towards the tone of the company. It's mm-hmm. discovering more more than maybe even the company knew about that particular individual. And it actually identifies the passion of why they're in the business that they're in. All that plus deep, deep subject matter of areas that may actually be gaps of, mm-hmm. of, of knowledge that Google doesn't understand yet or, uh, or companies haven't explored. So we, we are on a mission when we do these interviews to be able to find this information with strategy, with key, with key concepts, and then we come back around after that session and we curate it. So we'll transcribe everything, we'll organize all the different thoughts and subpoints, and that helps really augment as well as build our content strategy with the different key topics and, and uh, mm-hmm. concepts that we discovered. And what we find is that this is a is kind of an exploratory thing, but is actually deep research that Google loves. 
as soon mm-hmm. as you start unpacking knowledge that helps Google understand subject matter even more, those pages that you've written uh, skyrocket because it's it understands the natural language processing. We we don't adjust keywords in any of our content. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a natural way of of writing. We certainly identify semantic uh, topics and subtopics, and we write towards that. But um, uh, it 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 demonstrates um, the leveraging of information that Google is hungry for and learning. Uh, constantly in each and every subject. So you find those gaps, you find those opportunities, and you're really creating uh, a subject matter expertise on behalf of the client. Wow, that's that's really impressive. So uh, what I what I'm hearing is that you 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 both like take on local clients, small mm-hmm. clients, and huge international businesses, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And we're doing uh-huh. business with with a company in Israel right now. We actually mm-hmm. uh, just had uh, some business conclude with a company out of Croatia. So we're oh. blessed be to be able to actually have um, a, a, a good deal of uh, relationships that came from Edge of the Web, the podcast, uh-huh. and the show that we do. Okay, so let's let's move to the to the edge of the web. Unless okay. there is something you can share more. No, about. Uh, um, I, you know, I, we we always talk tools whenever we get you on on the show yeah. with us, right? And uh, there are some fantastic tools that are are cutting a new swath inside of SEO. And uh, uh-huh. Inlinks, who is obviously a sponsor of the show, if you ever come across the show with Dixon Jones, building a fantastic tool for for schema deployment as well as crosslinks. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, entity SEO uh, analysis tool, but there's a lot out there, especially also asked.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, these platforms are, are in new spaces of SEO and keywords and keyword ranking uh, is going to the wayside. It's really developing entities and trustable yeah. n- uh, nod- uh, nodes of information in a website. And, and it's, I think these platforms are, including Calicube from Jason Bernard, these 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 platforms are invaluable for uh, kind of the new evolution of entity SEO. All right, there's the there's the gratuitous commercial for these guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have recently re, uh, interviewed Jason Bernard, and he also like shared a ton of things around around that, and yeah, yep. my, my head I think exploded. So. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He, he's he's a wealth of knowledge, and uh, I, I pulled him aside a couple of times to just be able to help me orient correctly, get my compass right for entity SEO and uh, the structured data that uh, that is necessary to be able to bring bring a brand or a or a uh, subject matter into focus. Um, mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. is this is the new space, the new area, and yeah. and uh, Google's responding quite clearly with knowledge graph and knowledge panels and let alone just the SERP constantly changing in response to what it understands about a subject. I mean, we're getting more response in that than we've ever seen before in just rankings. And it gives us guidance to what it's really hungry for. So if you're observing the SERP and observing your subject matter out there, you can certainly take advantage of that and and leverage key known areas of of development that uh, are going to win the day. It's just uh, building that that trust, that subject matter knowledge, and ultimately you've got to be, build the expertise, authority, and trust, everything from an inbound standpoint as well. 
but yeah. uh, mapping everything from a semantic SEO space is where we're in, where we are. All right, now we can go into Edge. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell me about the Edge. So it it is ten year ten years old, right? Yeah. And how many like episodes have you created during? Uh, officially five forty five forty six. Uh, but uh-huh. uh, we actually have more than that in in the can. It's just uh, uh, that's our that's our count on Apple. So we've got uh-huh. uh, we we crossed our 500 mark uh, in uh, April, and uh, you were actually uh, a contributor on the show. We actually used the analogy of an error 500 to kind of <laughs> encapsulate. Uh, if you're familiar with it, it's a it's a, it's a bad error. It's mm-hmm. a server fail. Yeah. It's a website website that's not doing what it's supposed to do. Anyway. Um, reach out to a lot of guests and ask them to share with us your epic fail. And uh, we got a lot of great submissions and had a fantastic episode. Um, And we're very proud of obviously being able to get 500 episodes, but it it really was great to just to be able to reach out to the community and everybody was eager to help. So we're plotting away. Um, You know, it took us five years to get to a hundred thousand episode downloads Um, and as soon as we pivoted to a different format, we were able to pull a hundred thousand downloads in one year and different format, different format. Exactly. So, um, I'll give you some history of the edge is that, um, I started this show as a paid advertisement on local Indianapolis radio. Okay. Uh So we bought, we bought an hour time slot on a radio station yeah. and we would get go out there at 7 a.m. on a Saturday uh-huh. <laughs> to, to record and I had an entire uh, series of, of uh, key points I was going to go over. I had like 10 or 12 steps that I were, was going to uh-huh. do the first 12 recordings. But, um, you know, the, the, the studios at the time there uh, really didn't know why we were asking for the uh, MP3 file. They had no idea of podcasting at the time. Uh-huh. So we were running our video or recording even back then. And if you go back to the first episodes, um, and I'm sorry because it, it, they are not nearly as polished as we are now. I have to check that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. We actually did a, a 10-year anniversary uh, reel. The, the team did going back to a lot of different touch points. Um, it was neat to be able to see that. But um so we we recorded and we were and uh, we immediately started to post this online and uh, develop uh, our a podcast. <clears throat> it just came it really came naturally because we knew that that was the production. It wasn't really the the Indianapolis audience that we were trying to reach. We were just needing the production facilities to be able mm-hmm. to start getting that out there. So um, our format was um, basically covering news and topics and talking amongst ourselves. Okay, so it was a mm-hmm. local threesome of individuals, of uh, marketers that are in Indianapolis um, with no particular clout except for maybe one. And uh, we're talking about our take on information, right? Well, that really didn't interest people online. <laughs> but as soon as we pivoted and started to talk to and reach out to individuals that were thought leaders in the SEO uh-huh. community, we started to uh, attend a couple conferences like SMX, where we started to create relationships, and we started to light up on those individuals that were sharing some fantastic knowledge. All of a sudden, our ticker starts to go up a little bit, and mm-hmm. that's what we capitalized on is uh, five years into it, we pivoted and started to really dive into 
influencer and uh, thought leader guest interviews. And um, that got us into a space where we're getting between about 15 to 20,000 downloads a month. And oh. we have some great relationships with fantastic uh, uh, thought leaders around the world. And you got to understand this show was not built just to try to market ourselves. There's a, there's a uh, secondary ulterior motive here. This show is primarily focused to educate my team and myself uh -huh, uh -huh. because as soon as we get on the mic and we're disciplined to have to have these questions, just like you're going through, right? You got to mm -hmm. know your, you got to know your stuff. You got to know what to ask and then what to ask after they answer that next question. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So just by discipline alone, we have plugged ourselves into what's happening in the community, what's happening right now with certain changes in, in algorithm updates, as well as uh, different debates that are going on. Um, so we forced ourselves into an education process, and that has been kind of a fount of information for our team. So uh, any of our team members here could absolutely get on the mic and say uh, that what they've learned during their stint here with Site Strategics as more they've ever known in the SEO space, and uh, we're constantly learning. So that's really kind of the secret thing about Edge is that uh, as much as we like to talk and be able to share thoughts with listeners, we're really kind of in it to, to educate ourselves and keep our own powder dry. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, per week, how many episodes do you publish? I think around two, right? Am I correct? SEO news and an interview, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Every once in a while, we'll do a uh, flash episode when there's, or the, when there's news breaking, something that we want to have a dialogue with. We'll reach out to some friends of the show and say, hey, can you, get, can you spend 15 minutes with us? And then we'll light up the cameras, either go live. Uh, we were doing live shows for five years. Uh, well, uh -huh. yeah, about five years, we were actually going Facebook and YouTube live. And that's a whole, a whole other pressure right there. <laughs> actually hitting the dial at noon with your guests that may be running late and they may actually have technical issues and, and let alone any technical issues in the studio. Um, that was a little bit too much pressure that we were putting on ourselves. Wow. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we do two shows plus a, plus a uh, flash and every quarter we try to do what we call a scrum. Uh, uh -huh. and we are an agile shop, uh, meaning that we're an iterative, iterative marketing shop. And, uh, we try to pull together, uh, a number of individuals to, to talk about an issue. Uh, so we had a scrum, uh, this past year with Barry Adams and Jonah Alderson, uh, when we talked about Google amp, right? Because uh -huh. there's, it's been a hot topic of what in the, yeah. why in the world are we using amp anymore? especially when uh, they've taken away the requirement to hit the carousel on news. Um, so there was a heated debate, and uh, certainly Barry Adams can't stand AMP. And it, was, <laughs> it was jovial, but it was also uh, quite, quite the, uh, the, the witty uh, banter back and forth. Anyway, uh, so we try to mix it up a little bit and having different types of shows for different audiences. Okay, and so like, do you, how do you like optimize do you like optimize for SEO your show? Like we probably do. Like what yeah. do you do? Descriptions, titles. Tell oh, sure. me all about sure. it. Oh yeah, from a from a from a titling and uh, and uh, meta content. Yeah, we we certainly cook that in. We also um, do timestamps. But so mm -hmm. we'll uh, we'll post our show notes on our site. 
and we'll also timestamp uh, all the relevant uh, points of information that we've carried on. We also uh, segment our uh, our, our uh, podcast uh, with ID three tags, so we're actually putting mm-hmm. different chapters into our into our oh. podcast. Um, which you can actually navigate from the car radio. You can actually go segment by segment by segment. Um, We also uh, take those same timestamps and publish into YouTube. So you can actually fast forward to different sections of the YouTube file. Um, We have also in the past transcribed everything and pushed that into a a secondary page, as well as writing a blog or two around uh, each and every show. So for taking on a particular concept, then we'll actually work a blog in and utilizing our SEO tools have semantic relevancy uh, kind of cooked into these pages. Um, what else do we do? We also move social media against every show. So we're putting some some uh, awareness of each and every show. Um, we're doing cross-linking uh, between pages that are referencing certain topic matter. We're also uh, obviously, if you go to the show, you'll see our structured data there. We've got podcast episode uh, displayed uh, behind the scenes there where we're uh, writing uh, unique structured data for each and every show as well. Oh. Yeah, so there's there's a number of things that uh, are, are, are kind of uh, cranking out of each show. We also uh, are developing uh, entity uh, kind of uh, um, vocabulary inside the show itself. So we are moving structured data into the site um, on a regular basis and defining entities more and more and linking back to entities from all these different shows. Oh, and uh, do, does your, uh, do your like posts with, with podcast notes, do they rank? Do they bring a lot of organic traffic? They do for the interviews with the, in, in the, in the different individuals. Um, they do actually. Um, and that's part of the play here is, Interviews with Olga Zarzeshna, right? You're going to see Edge right there. We're also ranking on a good number of the key topics regarding, I mean, like Domain Authority 2.0. We were ranking right next to Moz. Um, oh. We rank we rank in the space of John Mueller. In fact, if you go, if you Google your name right now, Olga, mm-hmm. um, you're going to see Edge of the Web in our vocabulary page uh, uh-huh. on uh, on the top ten. I think you may see it there. This may be a uh, a unique positioning, but we're going to be in the top 20. So you've, uh, we've been building your entity as well <laughs> on our site. And oh, I see, I see a knowledge panel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. It's like a new thing. Oh yeah. You've got a knowledge wow. panel and look at that. Wow. It's, it's super new. And guess, and guess what? Guess, look at the, uh, oh wow. We're actually, uh, we're actually positioned as the yes. link in the uh, yes. knowledge banner. Like, so wow. there's there's some. I haven't seen that. <laughs> there's some knowledge graph optimization for you right there. Wow, I checked that like I don't know two days ago, and it wasn't there. Maybe I should share. No, oh, check share. out the link though. Check out what we did for the link. So if you go over to the link in your knowledge panel there. Yeah. Let's share my screen because I think it's going to be interesting. One second. Okay, so. So if you hit that link on your knowledge panel, mm-hmm. 
Now see what we're doing. And forgive the uh, graphic design because that uh, the template's not working well with that featured image. Wow. Okay. But if you see the see the jump text right there, right? Uh huh. And if you scroll down, you'll see some hyperlinks that are also entity oriented. So they're not just. Uh, and you also have the timeline of every one wow. of the shows that you've been on. So you generated the knowledge panel for me, basically. <laughs> Well, we we gave we gave it a got a nice push, and uh, then you can take it over with your Twitter, with your with yeah, your about pages. People also search for yeah, Elena Solis. It's nice to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I haven't claimed this knowledge panel. panel no, nope. go get it because uh, we're not we're doing it for you. We're not trying to <laughs> monopolize anything, but uh, to the point of optimization, see what we can do with what we're doing. Yeah. I'm really impressed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to get a knowledge panel, you should go on edge to... of the web. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> so okay. I mean, that's that's with you know a lot of hard work over the years, and um, you know a good deal of of uh, understanding of the structured data elements to everything. Um, so. Didn't mean to surprise you there, but uh, uh, we, we gave we gave it a nice push, and that's that tipping point that Jason actually talks about is um, when Google knows enough, right? All of a sudden, the knowledge graph starts pulling up, and it actually understands more and more. So you were already at a kind of a tipping point anyway. Yeah. Right. But I haven't like done my homework totally when it comes to like educating Google about who I oh, actually am. I think Google didn't really understand what I wrote in the like first paragraphs of all of my about page. Well, I mean, but, it's, it's, it's all there and you've got, you've got so much data behind you. And on top of that, images are a huge factor of entity uh -huh. SEO now. So we're also optimizing uh, images as we push out uh, content uh, and images. We just had a, 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 a uh, podcast with Crystal, Car uh, uh, Crystal Carter and uh, really dove into visual search. And there's so much information that is conveyed in an image. And I got, I got to tell you, Jason Bernard is doing it fantastically. If you look at some of his thumbnails inside of, um, uh, inside of IMDB, right? Yeah, he's, got, he's got the full face of that individual. We've got a very clear tag of the name. So Google can actually read that information very well. Um, he's experimenting all the time. So yeah, I'll get, I'll give him some credence here because we're kind of following him in his footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and yes. And uh, as I said, I was like talking to him a, a while ago, like a few days ago, and he like, he, he shared so many things and I feel that there is still so much to be, to be done by me. And yeah. I need I need to like have I think a private session with him to, when he will teach me the old no, ones. He's he's awesome, but but the thing is is that it 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 demonstrates um, the next level of uh, of what Google's looking for, right? Yeah, looking for that points of authority, points of of information, and it it as soon as it starts trusting the data to a particular to a particular degree, right? Mm -hmm. Then. Um, then all these pieces start falling into place here. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting place to be because it's no longer, it ne never should have been, it's no longer content and just a glut of content. It's got to be the right content. It's got to map 
to what Google understands about subject matter. And, and on top of that, you have to go into different lanes or the omni-channel where we're you know, inside of video content and audio content and image content, as well as the written content. You can never dismiss inbound uh, relevance, obviously. But um, you have to, as a marketer or as an individual, you have to start really moving content in those different lanes mm -hmm. to be able to help educate Google. Yeah, just, just like Jason says that Google is this child that we, we should be educating and showing showing him or her the way. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, okay, so let me uh, ask you this. Can you like name the top mistakes uh, when it comes to podcasts, the one you made? Uh, I think last time I was sharing my SEO audit mistakes. No, yeah. When I, now it's time for you to share yours. <laughs> Uh, top mistakes. Well, I already gave the first one of not hitting record. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we actually had the uh, the mayor's office uh, of Indianapolis in our in our show, and uh, all the, all the while we thought we were recording the interview, and we literally had to ask them to come back and re-record it. Um, we also uh, a bit a bit of podcast, but also live casting. We had a a scenario, and it's incredibly embarrassing. Uh, where we were uh, uh, doing a live cast for a, a an education uh, uh, organization, a national education organization, and there were going to be CEOs, top level, uh, C level individuals that are making this great announcement, and it's going to be on Facebook, and we were going to have six to eight individuals, kind of like mm -hmm. in that Brady Bunch panel, right? We never practiced with any of these individuals, and some of these individuals were were coming in from an internet connection at their at their hotel. In fact, the CEO decided not to get on her plane to go back and see her children. She jumped into a hotel to be able to broadcast with us, and oh. the internet connectivity was terrible. We hadn't trained everybody on how to use our particular platform of, and this is way before COVID, obviously. Mm -hmm. and, and 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 all of our knowledge has has gone has increased tenfold yeah. to how to how to broadcast. But we had it. We had educators that had never used this before, and there was so much confusion. We went live, and we couldn't get these individuals in place or on the show. And we were running about ten minutes live, and the the project said project point said cut it. We're done. We can't do this. And it fell apart like oh. a house of cards. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> I can imagine. That's, that's live. Um, other podcast mistakes. Um, trying to uh, replace an audio file on a scheduled um, uh, uh, podcast to go out. Oh. And, uh, and trying to replace the file and not, not being able to with the platform we were, we were using, not be able to have it refer to the correct file in time. So it launched, refer, the RSS launching with the original file, which was completely broken. Nobody could find oh. it. And all the podcasts just picked it up and said, hey, you can't play this right now. And, and that was, uh, we were delivering that in about an hour and 45 minutes passed until the RSS updated and got uh -huh. the correct file, but that was an hour and 45 minutes where I had uh, a few people shouting <laughs> shouting at us. 
Um, How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what else? Uh, what can I think from a podcast? Uh, mistakes. Well, generally, YouTube, even YouTube, like. Mm -hmm. YouTube. Um, well, I mean, a lot of a lot of the things derive from going live and putting that additional pressure on us, but um, you know, uh, podcasting also was. Um, a bit from the entity standpoint, we were trying to figure out how in the world to get our, uh, our, our identity card in the carousel. Uh -huh. And we were trying, we were breaking apart everybody else's RSS feed to try to figure out what we were doing wrong because you had Dan Schur's podcast out there. You had search engine journals podcast out there for the life of us. We could not trip that card up. And uh -huh. uh, I even, even to the degree uh, threw in uh, SEO podcast on the graphic just to see if we could persuade Google <laughs> to, uh -huh. to grab a hold of us. So I think it was a combined effort of things. We finally got enough, focus on the show to be able to not only uh, connect the dots, get our artwork there, but also develop our knowledge panel. And we're one of the few SEO podcast shows that actually have our own knowledge panel out there, our knowledge graph. Oh. Um, but there was a lot of mistakes. I mean, we were looking at that for eight to 10 months, scratching our head. What's different? What are we not doing that these guys are doing? So oh. I, I guess you have to you have to put your shoulder into the grindstone sometimes and and just keep keep going at it until until something pops. At the same time, Google's always changing what it's looking at, right? So yeah. it's it's fluid, and uh, any given day it may actually look at something differently. And okay, you're you're in place, and you know you want to have a small little party, but you really don't know what you did, what all the variables were that triggered that release. But, yeah, exactly. That's SEO for you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do your uh, episodes, uh, podcast episodes correspond to what you have on YouTube, like one-to-one, -one, or do you like put different stuff there? Uh, no, usually we're actually pushing out YouTube. That's uh, a derivative of our show. So um, we'll, we'll cut it up a little bit differently or go long form. We'll put both interviews together, but it is the full-on interview. We are going to be changing our format on the YouTube channel to mm -hmm. kind of match the YouTube audience. We're going to be doing uh, quick bites, you know, three-minute aha moments. Yeah, shorts. Well, not a minute, uh, so to speak, but uh, um, three minutes or so, that is enough for anybody to, to, to pause and grab a hold of something. So we're going to be doing that with your top 20 uh, uh, SEO mistakes. We're going to grab oh, a couple nice. of these different pieces and and uh, put enough animation and entertainment together, but have them pop. So we are going to be changing the output, so to speak, because all things being equal, we don't really have our that strong of a YouTube channel. And we got to give listeners there what they're, or I should say viewers, see, I'm, or, I'm still oriented towards listeners. <laughs> We got to give our viewers in that space what they would actually enjoy more. Yeah. Okay. I see. Mm -hmm. So uh, now it's time for you to plug. What do you want to plug? Do you want mm. to? What do you want my audience to 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 do? To ah. Subscribe uh, to your podcast. Tell me. Yeah, go check out the podcast. We love reviews of the podcast. That's oh. how our how we increase our ranking in in iTunes, and that's where the algor algorithm actually uh, re really takes hold. We'd love to know more about who uh, our audience would like us to interview. So uh, we have a survey on the site, a, a bit of a uh, 
a survey of who you are, what uh, you know, what you're interested in, and who you'd like us to interview. So please fill that out. Um, yeah, let us know how we're doing and how we could improve the show as well. Um, we are we're trying out a lot of different tactics, and we're very proud to be able to uh, also produce a number of podcasts. One of which was Serps Up from uh, Wix. Uh-huh. Uh, so Wix came to us and say, "Hey, can we uh, can we produce this for you guys?" So we uh, spent a lot of time building all the sound elements, all the uh, audio uh-huh. imagery, and uh, we're behind the scenes with all the different uh, sound effects and background imagery and all the editing. So we're proud to be able to push that one out. So if anybody's interested in uh, our podcast services, we actually offer that, and uh, we can kind of just explore uh, how you can reach a whole another audience there. So maybe you will help me. Maybe I can, can I reach out all, to you? We are always <laughs> here for you. Absolutely. That's great. Okay. So tell me, how do you stay up to date with what's going on in SEO? Do you have like, do you have like a feed or how do you do that? Yeah. Um, I've got feeds uh, in a spreadsheet from every one of the different uh, uh-huh. platforms. And I uh, also have uh, a Feedly uh, tool uh, trained on uh, some keywords that I'm looking for there. Uh-huh. And uh, ultimately, we always go to Barry Schwartz because yeah. that's him, right? <laughs> Honestly, right. I probably would not have this show if it wasn't for Barry Schwartz. I hate to say it. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. he has been such a goldmine of information um, uh, coming out of, I mean, he's been writing 30,000 articles. It's amazing. Um, but uh, we also try to watch the dialogue that's happening inside social media. We just came across just yesterday, um, mm-hmm. about about 18 hours ago, actually, a uh, dialogue that Brody Clark and Marie Haynes were talking about that there's some new information updated in uh, Google's guidelines regarding spammy structured data. And, uh-huh. and that just got updated. And you can actually get a manual penalty if structured data is perceived to be spam or manipulated. So mm-hmm. that's a big piece of news that we're going to be covering on the show here very soon. And I, I jumped into the dialogue myself just asking, hey, uh, if it's incorrectly incorrectly formatted or, uh, uh, or you know, structured data that could very well uh, be just built out without manipulation, but it's not formatted correctly, could that actually trigger a penalty? And uh, an individual jumped, jumped in there and said, you know what? Every one of the manual actions that I've been doing recently had to do with uh, in, 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 uh, inadverted, um, incorrect uh, structured data. So Google's really looking at structured data incredibly uh-huh. so right now. And uh, it's, it seems that uh, there's a new dialogue uh, when it comes down to that. So everybody who's listening, get your structured data correct as quickly as you can. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, I, I was thinking that maybe you can get a manual penalty for structured data if you have like, if you have been stuffing your keywords mm-hmm. or your article there, but sure. like having it incorrectly. So this now, is- and now I, again, that is observational. That's nothing coming yeah, from yeah. Google, right? But sure. uh, I, I sincerely doubt that they'd flag anybody for invalid structure. But yeah, if, if you're putting in, if, if you're putting in, in tags of, of business types and you're doing multiple business types in a, in structured data, do not do that because it's spam and Google's uh-huh. gonna Google's gonna lay waste to you <laughs> real quick. Simply, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of scary, yeah. but at the same time, I, I think I think everything goes with uh, with a bit of you know take it with a bit of salt. There is that uh, 
um, you have to have good content and you have to have compliant structured data. That's uh, the way of the world here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can you tell me, tell me how, how, uh, how does your day look like? How many hours do you work? <laughs> like, is it like, are you like very oriented for like keeping to do this? How, how, how do you work? Because. Oh, uh, well, uh, I, I work a 30 hour work day. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, gosh. Um, <laughs> no, well, uh, I've got four kids, uh, two are in college oh. and uh, I got a high mm -hmm. schooler and a, a middle schooler. So my high schooler actually is on the swim team and I have to oh. drop him off at five o'clock in the morning, every morning. So I'm getting into uh -huh. work about five 30. So I've got a few hours to, to, to do work before the team gets here. Um, uh -huh. we, we go pretty vigorous in our schedulings, maybe sometimes to our detriment, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> if you look at my, my calendar, there's, 30-minute slots, 30-minute slots for a number of different things. Just trying to uh -huh. make sure I got the ball rolling on all these different pieces. So I'm out uh, about 5 o'clock, uh, 5.30 every day, uh, putting in about 10 to maybe maybe 12 hours for the entire day because I'll pick it up after uh, after the kids are in bed for a couple more hours, unfortunately. Uh -huh. Hopefully that's going to change <laughs> over time. as We're growing as, a, as, a, as an organization, and we're – uh, we've got a number of new openings uh, coming in the future uh, at, at this organization. So hopefully that will take a load off of me. How about weekends? Do you do? Do you work over weekends? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> if you're an owner of the company, right, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a foregone <laughs> conclusion that you're going to do something on, on the company over the weekend. In fact, I was yeah. working on structured data <laughs> <laughs> on our site while I was watching a, uh, a robotic Lego competition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I I think I can I can relate relate to that. Yep. Uh, okay. So uh, summing up, I think I I, I think what uh, I I think I know what the answer may be, but what what do you think is the most uh, underrated area of SEO, and what why should we be paying more attention to that? Is it mm -hmm. like structured data, or can you like think about something else? Yeah, I I think what's underrated is the uh, the the relationship of content on the site, and more importantly, mm -hmm. what what the what the website um, presents as knowledgeable information to the user, and more importantly to Google. Google's having a neural map. It's it's understanding a a, a topic more and more, and if your content's not aligned to the the best degree of helpful content that's related to subtopics and subject matter, then Google's going to gloss over you for somebody that's more specialized in that. Uh -huh. Taking taking advantage of video structured data, taking, you know, making sure that um, you're presenting structured data in a way that is helpful to Google to understand information. I think that is, that is a place what that is dearly needed to be uh, focused on from so many websites. Okay, and for people who are just starting out in SEO, what would mm -hmm. your piece of advice be? Um, listen and learn. Uh, there are uh -huh. so many people that are inside the SEO community that want to share information. Alita has a fantastic newsletter that's coming out every Monday. There's some great newsletters out, and there's a lot of care that's being put into helping people understand this space. So... 
participate and engage in social, but really scoop up as much as you possibly can. Marie Haynes has a great newsletter as well. Uh, they're all doing some fantastic work out there. And the, the ball is ever-changing, so we're also trying – we as a community of, I guess, influencers are trying to um, let people know when something moves, right? And, uh, yeah. and there's always something that's fluid in the marketplace there. Yeah, exactly. And who do you want to give a shout-out to? Who should we be following and who aren't we following who may not be following? Mm. Uh, you know what? I'll give a shout-out to Andrew Optimizey. Uh -huh. um, he's a hell of a guy and, uh, he is also huge champion for women in tech and, uh, wanting to really showcase some fantastic women that are, that need uh, a better stage to be able to see their, their incredible work. So he's a continued advocate for, uh, uh, for, uh, women in tech. So, uh, give him a shout out because he, he's a fantastic fellow. Okay, shout out has been given. Okay, so where can people find you if they want to like follow up? Tell me what's the best place to reach sure. out to you. Uh, just uh, type in SEO podcast. You're going to be able to see Edge of the Web. Uh, you can get uh -huh. there. Um, you can find me at aaronsparks.com. Uh, all business is uh, originated from Site Strategics. That's S I T E strategics.com. Um, and uh, anywhere that that you see somebody bugging and pestering Morty Oberstein, that's gonna be that's gonna be me. So watch that wake; you'll see me flicking his ear. <laughs> yeah, and I think there is Morty ringtone, right? We can download. What's that again? Uh, Morty ringtone. Oh yeah, absolutely! Oh my gosh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> if you check out the YouTube channel, but uh, we we actually made a video. Uh, like a, a commercial regarding, uh, you can download Morty's ringtone. We we captured a beautiful sound effect that he usually does, and, and it's just some ungodly audio. <laughs> and we made a website for him. So for the entire SEO community, you can download that MP3, and any time that Morty calls, you can have that ringtone for your very own. Yeah, I'll definitely link it somewhere in the notes. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, Aaron. So thank you. Thank you very much for taking time and sharing your, your knowledge with me and with the audience. You're like more than fun. welcome. <clears throat> and let me know if I can ever help. Uh, it's, it's always great to be able to see uh, more and more people in, in sharing information. Olga, you've been doing a great job uh, letting people know uh, everything about the SEO tools and techniques. So uh, keep up the good work, please. I will. I will. Thank you. Thank you. So thanks, everyone. And we'll see you in the next uh, in the next episode of SEO Weekly Interviews. So bye-bye. Bye-bye.